Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. And good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and by the yard patio furniture. We'll talk to Jim about that great furniture coming up. I want to talk about my friends Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner. They've got an after Christmas sale going on, finding savings throughout those stores. There's two locations. And Cardinal Corner really is not just bird feeders and bird seed either, although they have the freshest bird seed you're going to find anywhere. In fact, some of these, these items, these beautiful and unusual selection of bird feeders, bird baths, bird houses, many items not only made in America, made right here in Minnesota. And Lee and Pam remind us, too, don't forget to feed suet, high fat, and protein right now to our feathered friends. Uh, after Christmas, I'll say it again, it's going on now at Cardinal Corner. There are two locations. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center location. Here's their phone number. I always like to talk with you. 651-455-6556 or visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. You will find that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good morning to you, Jim. A little warmer than it was last time when we spoke. It's 12 well, above officially. 12 above, okay. Well, these southerly winds, southeast winds have helped bring in some warmer air. We've got 10 degrees here on the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. It's mostly cloudy, but I looked up high above the southern sky, and I could see the, the gibbous moon. And gibbous moon looks like a football up there. So we're going towards the last last quarter stage here. The nor- uh, Oh, before that, sunrise, 7.51 today, and the sunset, 4.49. So today in the Twin Cities in the area, we have 8 hours, 58 minutes of daylight. And we have gained 1 minute of daylight since yesterday, 7 minutes since last Sunday, and 11 minutes is the total gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. We've gained 11 minutes. The normal high today is 23. The normal low is 8. Records for today, January 7th, in the Twin Cities. High, 52. Set 15 years ago, 2003. That's 52 degrees, record high. Record low, minus 34. That was set 131 years ago in 1887. And the most snow we received on this date in recorded history, 3.6 inches. 29 years ago, 1989. The near last quarter moon sets at 11.30 this morning and rises again at 11.44 tonight. Our next full moon is January 31st, and it's our second full moon this month, so it's called the blue moon, not because of the color, but because of the saying once in a blue moon here, like that rare. Happens about every two and a half years, but it's happening twice this year. 
Also, it's another supermoon because it's close in its elliptical orbit. And besides that, there'll be a total lunar eclipse on January 31st, you know, as I said, our next full moon. And the eclipse starts at 5.48 a.m. sunrise at 7.34. Lots of things happening outdoors right now. Uh, look around and notice how evergreen trees and shrubs in various tones of green shelter us from the cold winds and provide privacy. Now, I've really noticed evergreens in the, you know, these, these really cold winds we've had lately, and cold temperatures with the winds. But evergreens do make a difference. Bald eagles find fish where open water is found like near open areas of the Mississippi and the Minnesota rivers. Talking about the Minnesota River, Art and Barb Straw live in Lesur, not far from the Minnesota River, and they have been seeing bald eagles and both rough-legged and red-tailed hawks lately. They also list four spring sounds they have heard in the last few days. On Wednesday, the 3rd of January, they heard the pump handle call, also known as the spelunker spring call of the blue jay, and the first woodpecker drumming, no doubt a downy. On Friday, just this past Friday, January 5th, they heard the whistle, Phoebe. Can you whistle like that, Denny? Mm, <laughs> yeah, let me think. Well, I got I got to wet my whistle first, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try again. Well, there you did it. I'm Phoebe. trying. Phoebe. It's a spring song of the black-capped chickadee. And they also heard on the same day on Friday, the first, and this is also a whistled one, what cheer, 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 spring song of the northern cardinal. All these things, you know, make us feel that, you know, one season slides slowly into the next. We marvel at how wild animals outlive the intense winter cold. Each species has its own survival plan. Chickadees search for a tree cavity to get out of the wind. Beavers inhabit a lodge that can be 60 degrees warmer than outside temperature. White-tailed deer find and browse several pounds of twigs daily. Meanwhile, painted turtles and leopard frogs slumber on under the ice-covered waters. Lake ice is often heard cracking and thundering as it contracts uh, both with the cold and expands when warmer temperatures come like today. So we're going to hear that today. The loud, long sounds do not necessarily mean that the ice is unsafe for fishing or skating, but when you're out on the lake and you hear this roar or booming sound, it sounds pretty eerie. Jim Mace from the Intown Marina, located on the south end of Lake Waconia, reports that most of the ice is 15 to 18 inches thick. But there are some small areas of 9 to 10 inches and even less. So always know ice conditions. Jim and I were talking about this last night. Jimmy said, you know, people venture out on the ice, they should know something about it. Check local with other people going out fishing or skating or people testing the ice. In the case of Lake Laconia, which is the largest, second largest lake of the Twin Cities area, Stop in at the Intown Marina, and they'll tell you where you can go, where you can drive, what to avoid. The Intown Marina is open from 7 to 8 
uh, today and 8 to 6 on, on weekdays, and they have rental fish houses available. Fishing has not been quite as good during the cold spell, but nonetheless, people have been catching sunfish uh, during the day and northerns. Crappies bite best between 5 and 8 p.m. and walleyes through the night. There must be close to 500 fish houses out on Lake Peconia right now. Pretty amazing. Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, report that they have noticed blue jays puffed up lately uh, to ward off the cold. So they look, you know, they look like twice as big. A, a white-footed uh, deer mouse climbed up into one of their feeders, came up the pole, and got inside the feeder, and was feeding on sunflower seeds. So when they opened up the feeder, the, the mouse jumped out. This past Thursday the 4th, they saw a flock of 16 wild turkeys on the edge of a, of a woodland, and just yesterday watched six ring-necked pheasants, three roosters, and three hens feeding in a small area in rural Waterville. Julie Brophy from Victoria heard a white-breasted nuthead singing its wee-wee-wee or hoo-hoo-hoo spring song this past Friday morning. Now, that makes five different birds calling spring sounds. Keith Rail from Fairbold heard black-capped chickadees singing their whistled Phoebe spring songs this past Thursday, Friday, and yesterday. And yesterday he observed 14 bird species visiting his feeding station, including at least 50 pine siskins at one time and up to about two dozen gold, American goldfinches. And at 4.30 yesterday afternoon, um, 18 northern cardinals were there at one time and five morning doves. I like to see these cardinals and morning doves and so many of these birds. David and Mary Brislance, who live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Lutzen, report that they have been experiencing um, more snow. They've experienced more snow that's supposed to have come last night. I talked to them early last night. They have received about two feet of snow so far this winter, much better than our seven inches in the Twin Cities. And they said that up in the higher elevations and inland, there's been much more snow. You know, in fact, Luton Ski Area reports 30 to 60 inches. They still have two barred owls that continue to come to the feeding station for chicken scraps to get at a meat market. Common red poles are the most numerous of the of the bird feeder birds at their station. They had a brown creeper in the yard yesterday. Flying squirrels continued to come soon after dark for sunflower seeds, suet, peanut butter, and peanuts, even on bitter cold nights. By Cascade River State Park yesterday, Birders saw at least 500 long-tailed ducks out on Lake Superior. David Brislance notes that the Grand Marais Harbor is now frozen over, and they begin to see sheets of ice forming out into the lake. But late yesterday, the south winds came up and broke up all the ice. Our son Christian and several friends report from Lutzen that yesterday, they rode in the Norpine Fat Bike Race on 24 miles of snow-covered trails. Boy, that must have been fun in minus 15-degree weather. But they said there's a like a total lack of wildlife. The only wildlife they saw were chickadees, and they heard them, too. 
Christian reports that cross-country ski trails look are in really good shape. Lake Superior is wide open, and there are some nice formations of ice on the rocky shores uh, where the waves come in and splash up. Do you want to... Should we talk about by the yard? Yes, I was just thinking about uh, the folks that I was looking at the forecast and we're getting warmer temperatures. Oh. And I, some of our hardy CCO landers, if, especially if they've got one of those fire tables, <laughs> will be outside. Oh, yes. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice. But we're talking, Jim and I, about by the yard, the family-run business, great people, but it's, it's, it's great furniture as well. And it's maintenance-free. As Jim and I both tell you every week, this is the furniture, the outdoor furniture you, you don't have to put away for the winter. And, Jim, how many furniture makers, patio furniture makers, do you know that have a 35-year warranty? No. Break I don't know any others. No. Uh-uh. And these are the people, as I said, make the furniture you'll only have to buy once. You just set it out there, forget it. You just keep adding to it. And yeah, check out those fire tables. I mean, we're going to be up around 30 today, tomorrow, maybe 40 on Wednesday, possibly. Things will change then. But uh, I tell you what, a lot of folks do call after Jim's show. And uh, order that free color catalog. I'll get you a website, too. But if uh, when Jim's uh, friends call, it's 952-492-2777. 952-492-2777. Or get on the web, if you like, buytheyard.net for more details. That's the furniture Jim and I have talked about for years, and we love it. A great CCO land company. Good folks. Uh, what else, Jim? We have about uh, three, four minutes or so to go. Okay, okay. Well, um, this year, this season, I should say, uh, 2017 into 2018, the 118th annual Audubon Christmas bird count began mid-December and continues through the first weekend in January. The single-day counts are scattered across Minnesota. Our state has about 70 counts. Dr. Frank Chapman, a pioneer ornithologist, began... Um, the Christmas bird counts in Inglewood, New Jersey, in 1900 to substitute for heavy Christmas bird time bird shooting. The first In the first count, 25 reports were filed by 27 participants. This year, uh, 2017 into 2018, tens of thousands of observers took part in more than 1,000 counts across the United States. There are also bird counts made in other countries. The count is unquestionably the world's greatest cooperative survey of wildlife. The American Audubon, or the National Audubon Society in the U.S., regards the count as very successful these past hundred and some years. Scientists use the mass of data collected over the years to keep track of the increase or decrease of various species to learn more about life cycles and to add to their knowledge of birds' migration habits and to aid in annual population studies. Now, there's a Christmas bird count that took place in Rice County. This is in a 15-mile diameter-like circle and took place, you know, kind of between Northfield and Faribault in that area. Ray Simon gave me the results of this. Forty-seven species were seen by 30-plus observers. Some of the most numerous bird species counted in Rice County, 7,400 Canada geese, 1,237 European starlings, 591 mallards. Also on this list, 
406 black-capped chickadees, 135 white-breasted nuthatches, 97 northern cardinals, 25 bald eagles, and 27 red-tailed hawks, 15 ring-necked pheasants, one great blue heron, one American coot, and one eastern bluebird. That's, oh, totally incredible. I have another count that took place on Jim Howitz, was a compiler, and this is for the northeast part of St. Paul, and goes actually goes into into uh, just the edge of Wisconsin. They saw 43 species, as 38 people were in the count. Numerous is a black-capped chickadee at 794. Mallards is number two with 490, but they also saw 24 bald eagles. 82 common red poles, one hoary red pole, and one belted kingfisher. These counts are just so interesting. I'll try to get the results of of a few more and, and put them on the air. Too. Yeah, let's do that. All right, yeah. Jim. Well, we'll say uh, goodbye for now and uh, welcome you back uh, one week from today. Look forward to it. Right. Have, have a good day. Have a good week. You too, Jim. Thanks so much. Jim Gilbert with more Nature Notes next Sunday morning here on 830WCC. We'll have a look at that forecast coming up. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 